of Not Your Normal Books. My name is Kalen. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing good. It's been a fantastic day today. So I woke up, I finished notes, I got ready for the day then. Um, I drove to Costco, which the closest Costco was about 50 minutes away. Uh, drove there. I met my mom and her boyfriend there. I got two new pairs of glasses so I've got about a week week and a half before those come in and I'm super excited about them um one pair I'm going to use for mostly for work so I'll have like the uh the plastic things on the side so I can actually see um everything at work so it's not all blurry and then I'll have like an everyday pair which I fucking love my soon to be like everyday pair it's got like very professor librarian Harry Potter. I, I it, it's got those vibes to it, but I um I want to say they look very similar to the glasses that Indiana Jones wore when he was teaching. I want to say the glasses look like that. So I'm super excited about that. I've got some prescription sunglasses coming as well, so uh, I everything won't be. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited for all that. And then it's, it's been a good week. I've, you know, I've been in a bit of a book slump lately. Cause like, I, I haven't been able to find anything that anything new that has drawn my attention in. I've been rereading a lot of books that I've, that I've had. And so I, 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 I've finally been getting into new books that I haven't read before. So I, I, I'm glad to get out of whatever book slump I was in. And then hopefully, I it's been raining here for the last couple days. So um, I didn't mow today. I'm planning on mowing tomorrow. So then it gives the lawn an extra day to kind of dry out. Especially like I have a small ditch in front of my house. So um, it was flooded. What was it? Thursday? Thursday it was flooded, so just kind of just let it go for now. I think Wednesday. I'm at work and we get a a code put out which they'll just say over our um our PA system and basically it's a severe weather code, so then we have to go to um our break room and and just kind of be in there until until we get the all clear. So we had we are under a a tornado warning and the county next to us was under a tornado watch and so um from from what we from what we heard i'm not sure exactly how true this is but they said that in tiffin now tiffin's about 30 30 minutes um from where I live, Tiffin's about 30 minutes away. And uh, 
um, from what we heard, there was a tornado touchdown there. So it was just by seven o'clock because uh, we got put into the break room around six and by seven, everyone was back working. So it was, it was a weird day. Uh, I'm ready for like super warm weather where I don't have to wear uh, a, a, a spring jacket. I'm ready for that where I can just walk out in a t-shirt, shorts, and not be cold. I don't really have any movie suge- movie suggestions for you guys because I haven't really watched any movies of late. I'm still watching Supernatural. I'm in season 10 right now. I think I'm halfway through season 10, so. Just got five more seasons to go after that. My sister's been sending us snaps of my nephew and they were at a, uh, a a pet store the other day and they're next to like I don't think they were iguanas but they were some sort of lizard and uh, my nephew's barking at them and then my sister was just like lizards make this no- noise she kind of like did a roar which I mean, dragons are giant lizards, and they roar, I think. Um, But my nephew just decides to do a roar, too. So it's like, he's super, super cute, and he's getting to that age to where he's super, he's very vocal about everything now. So it's weird to see, like, I thought this for the last couple years, so... Um, growing up, my mom babysat. And so a lot of the kids that she babysat are now graduating high school and graduating college. And I'm going, no, 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 no. I remember helping changing your diaper. You are not this old. And it it's so weird. Think about it. I remember uh, my beautician, I used to babysit her kids sometimes. And... In their basement, I would have lightsaber fights with with her oldest because, like, he I, I think that was around the time when Star Wars Episode One or Two came out, and so everyone was everyone re got into Star Wars and and all this, and I, I think the. I think the franchises that will constantly reinvent themselves throughout the years are going to be the Harry Potter series, the Star Wars series, and then, um, what is another series that will probably never go, probably the Jurassic Park series too. Though I'm super excited about the, was it Jurassic World Dominion? I think where it's got all of the actors and actresses from the original movie and then you've got um okay so it's oh Neil is oh fuck I'm so I it's Jeff Goldblum I can picture them in my mind Sam Elliott and and oh, I haven't for some reason 
I'm thinking of another actress's name when she's oh, Laura Dern. It's it's them and also uh, Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt. So I'm I'm super excited about that because I grew up watching the Jurassic Park movies. I did see Jurassic Park Lost World. I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, Jurassic Park and then Jurassic Park 3, all-time favorites. Uh, I loved also Jurassic World. Did not care for the second Jurassic World movie. Hopefully the third one is amazing. I'm excited about that. I don't know how I got onto this. Anyhow, who we are going to get into our book. The book that we have this week is Burnout by Coralie June. Now, about Coralie, she is an international best-selling author who creates raw, real, and relatable characters. She is an English major from Texas State, and she currently lives in Dallas with her children and husband. Our characters in this are Blakely, Decker, Max, Lance, Sharon, and Frank. Blakely's mother had just passed away from cancer, and I mean, that sucks. And on her deathbed, she had said to her that she has an older brother who, when she was 16, gave up for adoption. Now, the reason that she said she gave this baby up for adoption is because she said that he deserved a better life. So that kind of makes her think, then why did you keep me? He is also the only family that she still has. She is 18 now, but um, she has, still has to do, she still has not graduated high school yet. She's about to start her senior year. So when she gets there, the first person she meets is not Lance, but his roommate and best friend, Decker. Now, Decker is not a full-time roommate. What I mean by that is Decker has a place. It's just being renovated, so it's unlivable at this moment. Now, Decker doesn't trust Blakely, and that is because in the past, Lance has been taken advantage of because of his loving and gentle nature. So he's just like... I don't trust you. I, I'm going to keep an eye on you. If I think anything's going down, if I think anything's going south, then you know what? We're, you're gone. And she's just like, okay, I just want a chance to meet Lance. And, and, and she's just like, I'm not, she feels like she doesn't have, well, not that she feels, she, she doesn't have to prove herself to Decker. She has to prove like kind of who she is to Lance. So Lance doesn't doesn't want her to pay rent because her Blakely's just like, look, I'm I'm planning on getting my GED. I am going to uh, I'll I'll get a job and I'll pay rent. And they're just like, we looked at your grades. You're a National Honor Society member. You or like top of your class. We're not gonna let you get your GED. Now, we learn that 
Decker worked at a STEM school. So that's basically a, a school for geniuses. And um, he's just like, with your grade point average and 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 everything else, you are basically a shoe-in to get into the school. So she she does she is enrolled in that school. Uh, she does get a part-time job at a restaurant that is uh, like a block away from the apartment. And uh, her boss is this very uh, like eccentric woman who also is a life coach and is a life coach to Decker and is now the life coach to Blakely. One of the deals that Lance makes for her is for her not to pay rent, but he has to tell her a truth about uh, their mother once a day. So she doesn't want, she doesn't want Lance to have all these negative memories. So she's like going through her memories and, and she's, you know, finding, finding, she's finding memories and then she's giving half truths with them. Uh, one of the truths that she gives is that her, that their mom loved pancakes and she would put so much syrup on it that those pancakes would basically turn into a soup. Lance is all excited because he goes, I love pancakes. The truth of the matter is Blakely hates pancakes. And and the reason that they had pancakes every day was because they had her, their, her mom blew money on everything else and that's all they had money for because pancakes are cheap. She does tell that whole truth, but she only tells it to Decker. Decker's just like, you can sugarcoat all the truths you want to Lance, but the whole entire truth, you tell me. So as, as the, as she's telling each of them truths, Decker's getting the full picture of how she grew up. Blakely grew up in a neglective household. Her mother, it seemed like, didn't want to be a parent. Uh, was more interested in going out with friends and finding, finding a guy she could date that would take care of her and you know it, it seemed like Blakely had to grow up really fast and in this home environment and it it amazes me that she still got the grades that she did because in the beginning of the book you get to see you see her be just like I'm it's a when she gets her job at, at the restaurant, she goes, you know, it's better than working the midnights as a janitorial in a factory. I think it was a factory or or something like that. And it, it, it pays a little bit better too. So that this is when her mom was in the hospital. So her, so Blakely had to go to school, do the work, um, do all her homework, then work work the entire night shift 
and then come back and do school. So she only got a couple hours sleep here and there for probably months. One of the other truths that she gives to Lance is that their mom liked to go to carnivals and fairs. The whole truth of that is, yes, her mom did like to go to carnivals and fairs, but she only took Blakely once. Her mom would always go with friends or, or whoever she was dating at the time. And I think the only reason Blakely got to go was to to drive her mom home at the end of the night. Lance is able to find a fair that is in town for the next couple days. So he takes both Blakely and Decker to it. They ride one ride and then they're going to another. And the next ride that they're going to go to is the Ferris wheel. Well, Lance is is like patting down his pants and he can't find his wallet. So he's just like, you guys ride this and and I'll go and, and find my wallet. So Blakely and Decker get into the uh, into the Ferris wheel car. And, you know, from the first time they met each other, there was some sexual tension around. And with them being in this tight space together, it ramps it up. So they start making out and they, and, and Decker's just like, this is, this is the only time this is, this can happen. This can't happen any other time. Um, because he is going to be one of her teachers. Now the STEM school that she's going to go to only houses 11 and 12 year, year, uh, basically junior and senior classes. Um, it's basically like a college prep school from, from what I understand. While she's at school, she makes her first friend and this is a guy and Decker doesn't like this guy. This guy's name is Maximilian or just Max. About a week or so into the new school year, um, she gets a call from her dad. So her dad is Frank and we find out that he was just released from prison and he got the okay from his parole officer to move down, to move up here, to be close to her. Uh, we find out that Frank went to prison for a botched um, robbery. Um, it seems like her, it seems like Sharon had told Frank that it, that if he stole from this convenience store, that they would have enough to live on for a while. He ended up getting caught. So they're they're at a at a diner that's like an like a twenty four seven diner, and the guys don't know where she is. Um, it's about four in the morning. They heard 
Lance had heard her leave. He started freaking out, thinking that she was going to run. Decker's just all pissed off because he thinks, you know, maybe I'm the reason that she's running. So they get to the diner and they see her with Frank. They both read the situation wrong. Decker calls Frank her fuck buddy. And she looks at both the guys, mostly at Decker going, this is my father, Frank. And Lance gets a little excited at first, but Frank gives him a handshake and says, no, I'm not your dad. So uh, Blakely's allowed to have this relationship with her father now. Uh, now it's been a little bit more time at school and it's coming up on her mom's birthday and she just wants to skip for the day. So she does that. She does that with Max and Toe. And, you know, he, Max does this to where he makes the entire day about Blakely and not about her mom. Now Lance knew that Blakely was skipping when Decker called the bitch about it. Just like, yeah, yeah, I know it's fine. Well, uh, Max brings Blakely home drunk. So the next day when she's hung over, her dad calls her and, and they're just, and he asked him to uh, meet up at the diner again because they're going to get dinner and he's going to be the one to pay for it this time. And they're eating, they're having fun. And all of a sudden, like, it, it's like the, the blood uh, drains out of uh, Frank's face. And he's just like, we gotta go. So he tells her that when he was in prison, he had to do some things to keep himself safe. And one of the things was joining a gang. And he tried to then run from that gang when he got out, which is a big no-no. So now the people are looking for him. And so he tells her, that he has to go on the run. Um, he doesn't know if he if those guys got a good look at her. So there's a possibility that they're going to come after her. And, and he's just like, I'm so sorry. I love you. And takes off. Now, she's freaking out. She goes up to the apartment. She's really upset. Decker sees that she's really upset. And, and she tells him everything that happened. He's just like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get out of town for a couple days. Let everything kind of, um, kind of let the, uh, let the heat die of it. And then they'll be back. So where, what they're going to do is they're going to go to Chicago for the weekend. And it's where the guys grew up. She, there she meets Lance's adoptive parents and she falls in love with them. They are the nicest people. She finds out that when Lance was born, he had a, a heart defect and um, his adoptive father is a heart surgeon that repaired that heart. Um, they said that, oh, how did they, um, that the, the reason that he had a heart condition was due to fetal alcohol syndrome, meaning that Sharon drank through the pregnancy. While in Chicago, Decker and Blakely sleep together for the first time. And they are 
gonna try their relationship they're gonna keep it very hush hush very secret until they feel comfortable telling people and so it's all going good but it's it's a little hard to kind of they're finding it hard to find alone time together because now that Lance had broken up with his boyfriend he doesn't he's home a lot now so they're just they're having a hard time finding time to be together so a couple weeks of this go by and you know she's at work she's a little frustrated and and rose is just like call decker tell him tell him everything so she does she calls decker and just like i want to tell lance He's just like, I can't do this. And she goes, well, then I can't do this. So she ends the relationship. So they're both heartbroken. Decker is very angry. And Blakely's heartbroken. And they're, and they're trying not to let it affect any of their relationships with Lance. Lance can see that kind of something is going on. Maybe not so much with them. Because he did ask Decker to kind of back off of Blakely. Because he goes, I can see that she has a crush on you. But I need to get to know her more than, than anything. At school one day, Blakely gets a call. And at first it's her father on the phone. I think he says something like, don't believe a word they say. And then another man comes on. And he basically tells her, if you want to see your father alive, you have to get me $50,000. She doesn't know where she's going to get that money from. So Blakely starts selling anything of value that she has. And she's only able to get a few thousand dollars for everything. Max had overheard the conversation on the um, between the man on the phone and Blakely. And so he runs and he gets Decker just like, I don't know what's going on. She said something about her dad. And then it was, it was something about he's in trouble. And then she took off. So Decker calls, calls Lance. And he's just like, shit. Lance is out of state in Louisiana for work. And he's just like, I can't do anything right now. So they're kind of just like fighting about this. And he's just like, I need, I needed her bank information. And, and I, I have to go to her. And he's just like, I'll call the cops and the cops will do it. And Decker's just like, I'm in love with your sister. We were a thing. I wanted to keep it hidden from you. We broke up, but I'm in love with her. I need to save her. Lance goes quiet and he goes, this is her bank information and we are going to talk about this later. Decker and uh, transfers $200,000 into her bank account and is able to get to the bank as she's drawing the money out. From there, they go to the hotel where they're holding her dad, which turns out to be this like fancy five-star hotel. Um, they had already given the address to Lance and told him to call the cops in about 20, 30 minutes. So they get up there 
and they trade Frank for the money. Or they trade the money for Frank. And uh, everything's going smoothly. They're heading towards the elevators. But then the bad guys look out the window and see cops start to swarm the building. And they're pissed. So they, so every, so shots are going off and, and they're trying to run for, they're trying to get out, but Frank is shot and killed. Decker is shot and is losing blood. The police finally get, um, I want to say Blake Lee was able to shoot someone, but I could just be remembering something from another book. But the police get there and start arresting and getting an ambulance. Decker had made it through surgery, but he still passed out. Um, Lance tells Blakely that she needs to go. That he should have listened to Decker in the beginning, saying that she was only that that Blakely was only going to bring trouble, and that's what she did. She he just like my best friend is 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 healing from a gunshot wound that none of this would have happened if you did not come into her life so Blakely leaves when Decker wakes up he the first thing he asks is where's Blakely where's Blakely Lance is just like she's gone I sent her away she's the reason for this and he says very calmly to him, I'm in love with her. I need to find her. And Lance is just like, I have loved you for 10 years. I was just waiting. I was, I didn't want to say anything because it would wreck our friendship. And, and this, he has this big speech and then he kisses Decker and Decker doesn't kiss him back. And he goes, I have no, I've known that you've loved me for years. I love you like a brother. I'm sorry, but I do not love you like that. Blakely is in Texas burying her father. And after everyone had left the site, she's just sitting by the grave by herself when Lance comes up. And he tells her the entire conversation that he had with Decker. And she tells him, I am planning on staying here in Texas. Um, I'm going to graduate high school and then I'm gonna figure out what to do from there and so she's like I don't want that I want you to come home come home with me and we'll figure out everything else Blakely had transferred to a public school Decker moved out of Lance's apartment and for three months Decker and Blakely don't see each other Decker and Lance still hang out, but it's not the same as it used to be. Decker's painting, um, I want to say it was like a kitchen or a dining room, something like that. And he gets a knock on the door and there's Blakely and I like coveralls or just some clothes to where she can get paint on it and it's not going to be any worry about them. And they have an honest conversation. 
they both say that they both still love each other. That they want to get back together, and they do. Two years later, they're at Lance's wedding. Lance is getting married to Rose. Yes, the, the Rose that is Blakely's um, boss and her and Decker's life coach. So after they send the happy couple off on their honeymoon, Decker gets down on one knee, asks her to marry him, and she goes, here's my truth. I do, or I will. Yes. And that's the end of the book. This book has a lot of emotion in it. Whether it's happy, it's sad, it's confused, it's... It's just, or maybe it's just, um, oh shit, I had it. I had it. What? I hate when that happens. When you have the word there and then your mind goes off somewhere for a second, then you come back and it's gone. I can't remember anymore. But Blakely, she, all she wants to do is she wants to move on with her life kind of not basically forget about her mom she wants to escape her mom and she finally has the means to do that but Lansky's on bringing that up and you know it it does it does suck for her it really does Decker he both Decker and Lance have this saving other people a bit um uh not ability um, personality in a way and and they both show it in different ways Lance will save anybody he comes across Decker will save people that he cares about as much as as much as we grow to love Decker in the book in the beginning of it me personally I don't like Decker a lot in the beginning of it and, and that is because he has this, he almost comes, he comes off as a little, to me, he comes off a little arrogant, a little, I know, I don't know you, but I know better than you. I, it's almost like you are, are lower than the gum on my shoe in a way. And. As as we read the book, we learn that, you know, his home life was, it doesn't seem like his home life was very much different than her home life. Yes, Blakely only had one constant parent in her life, and if her dad, if her dad didn't go to jail, he probably would have, he probably could have gotten full custody of of Blakely and she would have had a better life that way. Decker's family, his father is constantly off having affairs it seems. His mother is an alcoholic. Um and uh you know it's just it sucks. Lance Lance had really lucked out with his adoptive parents. They were these loving and caring people who they were willing to give anyone 
a second chance or a first chance or just, yeah. And that's where Lance had learned, learned all of his, of his traits from. So, uh-huh. it's also one of those books to where once you get more and more into the book, you you root for the characters to get together. And when they do, you're just like all excited. But then you kind of get to see, you get to, you see them together and then you're just like, no, it's not a good situation. No, like you kind of root for them to separate or for things to change or, or anything like that. Because you have you have them together, but they are not in a space or a time where it's good for either of them. And and it it, it does suck. It really does. But I I'm glad the book goes the way that it does. I really am. Because you get a lot of different perspectives in this book. You get to see the jealousy come off of Decker when she's just interacting with customers or with Max. You get to see this flirty side of Max. and he, But he goes, I know when a girl's not interested in me and interested in someone else. If anything were to change, let me know. You get to see this brotherly love come off of Lance the instant he sees Blakely. Oh, you, get, you get to see all these and it, it does make a very amazing book. So we are actually to the point where we are going to pick our next book and or series. Um, so while I am stirring up papers... I'm going to tell you guys where you can find me. You can find me on social media, on Twitter and Instagram. Um, that is at not your normal books at, or yeah, not your normal books. Um, you can also email me at not your normal books at gmail.com. You can email me any book suggestions, any thoughts and feelings, any, any questions, um, your your take on on these books anything really um so oh also uh please 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 rate subscribe and review every little bit helps other people find this podcast so our next book is we have the twilight saga from Stephanie Meyer. I am actually going to do something a little different with these. I've been thinking about this for a while now. So I I think I'm going to do something a little differently. I'm going to see how I can get this to work. So I will see you guys all next week.